Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. I'm Dr. Karen Osborne, and welcome to Women Wanting More. This podcast is for you if you are a woman who feels called to something bigger. You feel pulled to a dream inside of you and want the support and tools to make that happen. I will be your biggest cheerleader, the honesty of a best friend, and the voice inside your head to encourage you to stop holding back in your life. You are not here by accident, and these are my life stories and lessons to teach you exactly what you just may need to hear today. My goodness gracious, it is so nice to be back here on the podcast. I know it has been a hot minute since you and I connected last time. It has been my sincere attempt to be doing episodes one a week, and I kind of keep missing it. So I want to apologize to you for that, um, but also to know that I'm doing my best as a now single mom and still walking through pieces of divorce and uh, this whole new life and all sorts of other health challenges and stuff that have been going on. So I don't say that as an excuse, but please know it is my absolute intention to be on here speaking to you on a regular basis. So if this is your first time on the podcast, by the way, welcome. If you've been a listener from the beginning since this podcast launched in 2015 or you've kind of hit episodes here and there, um, thank you for being here. So here's what I want to talk to you about today. I actually started to record something different, and then I was like, okay, this is bullshit, because here's what's real for me right now. There are a lot of days in life that are just going to kind of be what I used to refer to as vanilla. Like, they're just going to be. And it's it's so funny, because I remember one of my very early episodes, you can scroll all the way back. This is episode, I think, 801 today. But I want to, like, it's in the early single digits where I had an episode which talked about the high highs and the low lows. And I believe, if I remember this properly on the podcast, that I talked about it. it's hard for me to have those vanilla times. Like, I I would go through these surges of either, like, high highs, so it's like, let's go, like, so much excitement, so much passion, let me create stuff, let me produce stuff, I'm so happy, I'm so grateful, to, like, low lows. And it seemed like there was nowhere in between. And you listen, you're going to have those moments in life anyways, right? But through the, the <laughs> I was going to call it something else, but let's just call it a very difficult season, the last five years of my life, I'm learning how to stay calm in the chaos. I'm learning that there is a lot of power in not reacting and sitting with my emotions sitting with the things that I'm feeling inside my body and understanding that a lot more of these patterns of the high highs and the low lows are literally been ingrained into my nervous system since a young child. 
is absolutely traumas that I went through. Now, just know the word trauma gets thrown around a lot these days, right? And just know there's there's that big T trauma, right? So something we think of like abuse or, you know, you had a significant health challenge or, um, you know, you had a parent die unexpectedly is like trauma, right? Big T trauma. To little T trauma, which is just literally any time that you kind of like just felt unsafe within yourself, within your body. And especially as children, it can be little things. This is why, listen, I don't care how hard you try as a mother, as a father to really do the best for your children. I know that you are just as I am. We're going to fuck things up sometimes, right? There will be maybe things that happen that they're not significant, but maybe it was a moment when you were a child when you were like really scared and you were just say like, you're fine. You know, your feelings were invalidated at an early age or you acted up because you were really upset about something that was happening in your, in your life and you were a kid. So that's how you, you know, that's how you express things, right? You don't go, you know, I'm feeling a lot of upset right now. I'm feeling a lot of stress in my body. And no, you're a child. You're going to act it out, right? And it wasn't acknowledged that way because that person, that caretaker, that parent didn't know. They were just doing their best. Right? with what they needed to be through at the time. But they maybe, in, for whatever reason, just like, stop crying. You're fine. And we maybe slowly, maybe it's in that moment, or there was a series of small moments that we learned that our feelings don't matter. Or to not even trust our feelings, right? When you're like, I'm feeling sad, so you're crying. And maybe you had somebody say to you, you've got nothing. To, what are you sad about? You're fine, right? And you're like, oh, Maybe I'm fine then. Like, you you learn to not trust your body, which is, we came into the world this way as children. My God, we are so connected to our intuition, to our soul, to spirit, to source. And unfortunately, a lot of us have had experience that kind of just beat us, beat that out of us. Until we, we go through these awakenings as adults or we have a significant life event. Like divorce is certainly one for me. Infertility was another one. Bankruptcy was another one. I feel like I'm checking all the all the boxes on you know significant life stressors. My dad died. Oh, how long has it been now? Three and a half years ago. I lost my two dogs soon after that. Three weeks. Like there's you know I'm not, I'm not saying this to kind of you know invite you to my pity party. It's just there's a lot of stuff that happens in our life. And I think to try to avoid those things, like, or to somehow think that if they surface, when they surface, that you did something wrong, or that there's something wrong with you, is just, it's, it's crazy town, right? For me, my belief, my experience here, almost 54 years on the planet, is that there's going to be these low moments and high moments, and it's not going to always be the vanilla, right? But in the same respect, you've only known the high highs and the low lows. There's this crazy feeling of like when you are experiencing the vanilla days, right? The days that just are days. You're showing up for your kids. You're showing up in your work or business. You're showing up for yourself. And you're showing up for a partner. You're just doing your thing. And it feels unsettling. Because you're used to the drama, right? You're used, to, you're used to the highs and the lows. You've maybe even programmed to believe that that's what love is. 
that love is conflict, that love is, oh my God, I miss that. Like, love is these extremes. And so there will be a part of you that might sabotage, that might, very unconsciously, by the way, I think only if you really start to open yourself up to being aware of these things and are working with a great therapist or doing journaling or coaching or any other kind of work that you kind of uncover these things and you go, God damn, I'm creating a lot of this stuff here, right? That the days where there isn't the drama that you feel unsafe and you feel safety and the high highs and the low lows. I'm noticing that about myself. That I'll have those days where things are just chugging along, man. And, and I feel unsettled. I feel myself looking for something, right? Let me get that dopamine hit. Let, hit. let me check my Instagram again. Let, let my brain, maybe as I go to sleep, start to scan for things to be worried about. Let me take something small that's happening with my kids and let me blow it up and make it a thing. And I'm not somebody who is specifically leaned into drama, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of blowing these examples up a little bit, right? But I notice that about myself, and I'm like, oh man, and it is some work to retrain yourself to go. No, vanilla days are okay. You're safe, Karen, right? To do that, that inner parenting work, that inner child work. I shouldn't say inner parenting, inner child, you're being the parent that should have been for you in that moment when that trauma was developed inside of your body. Because our trauma is also in our body, by the way. That's why you can maybe suddenly just feel like really unsettled. You're like, what's wrong with me? Like, what happened? What did I do in that? It could be the smallest thing that you don't realize triggers a memory, triggers something that happened to you as a young child. It could be somebody just saying no to something you invite them to, and it triggers this experience that you had of, you know, feeling really left or abandoned as a child, and suddenly you just feel like it's like, like it's the end of the world for you, and you're like, what's happening? I'm so overreacting in this moment. And by the way, that's only if, if you're kind of aware of it, right? For a lot of us, it's just reactive, and gosh darn, our world has become so reactive these days, right? It's like it's almost been ingrained in the culture. You've got to be on one camp or the other. You're either with this side or the other side. You either believe in this or you don't believe in this. Like there's no nuances. It's like it's so binary, right? So what do we do with all this? Well, I, I think some of, some of the things that you can do if you're somebody who, as I'm sharing this, you're noticing like, oh, gosh, Karen, that's totally me. Uh, okay, like, on those days that are just the vanilla days that life is just cruising along, like, yeah, it feels unsettling. Like, you find yourself looking for something, right, to distract yourself. And, and maybe it's something like you're going to go online and you're going to shop or you're going to, like, have something to drink or um, you're going to, you know, try to exercise out the feeling. Like, there's lots of ways that we all deal with this, right, within our bodies, whether we're aware of it or not. Do some retail therapy, you know. So, really, the, the first step from everything that I've learned, and this is from some great people that I've worked with, 
therapists and otherwise, and books that I've read, and teachers that I've had, the first step is that awareness, really. And that in itself, I just don't want you to know, it's huge. So please don't beat yourself if you're like, fuck, I'm doing this thing again. Yeah, you know what? Yay you, because you're noticing it. You know, it's kind of like in, um, you know, any kind of addiction, like 12 steps things, right? Isn't the first one, like, to acknowledge that you actually have a problem? So it's the same thing. You have to, like, you're acknowledging that it's there. So please celebrate, because that's a big win. Because nothing happens unless you're aware of it going on. And you likely have had years and decades of programming. So please be patient with yourself. I know... I want things to happen quickly too, you know? I want things to heal fast too. I want myself to recognize a pattern, an unhealthy one, and go, oh, got it. Let me maybe let me load that new program in. No, I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> like there's a lot more of the old programming that is kind of, you know, overpowering the new one that I'm trying to create within my nervous system. But every single time you notice is another step forward. Every single time that maybe instead of you, you know, you notice something and then you choose not to react. You don't send the angry text. You don't like, you know, keyboard warrior somebody on a Facebook comment like, who the hell cares, right? You don't overreact and like, you know, your kids are going nuts and you don't react back and kind of stoop to their level, if you will, right? Like, you don't get down the dirt with them. You just maybe you pause. Maybe you, maybe you still get mad, but you had a little bit of space in there. So that's progress. So number one, acknowledging that you do notice that, man, there are times when I'm just, I'm looking for a reaction somewhere, right? I feel so out of control with my emotions. I feel more safe in the ups and the downs. And the middle part is hard, right? Or you might be somebody that, like, you want to stay in the middle all the time, that if you do have a high, high, or low, low, okay, this might be you, by the way, this might be you instead of what I said before, you get the high, high, or the low, low, and it's just like, you're like, oh, my God, like, you then go into, like, danger, danger, da right, like, the alarms go off, like, all of that, whereas those of us that have experienced a lot of trauma, we have, like, the real, again, the high highs, the low lows, and it's almost like we've trained, we've trained so much for these moments, we're more comfortable in it, right? That's going to be the person, by the way, that is really good in emergency situations, right? Like, I notice that I'm often that person. Like, so, something happens, I'm like, I'm on it. Because I've, I've been trained by my dramas, if you will, that i gotta be, I got to be vigilant when things happen. So when they happen, I'm like, I'm in. I got it, right? You might be someone that that happens and you freeze, Right? We all, our sympathetic nervous system is going to respond and react in different ways depending on how we're wired, depending on our life experiences, right? For you, it might have been that, well, no, you don't, you don't, if you reacted, it would have been not a good situation for you. Whether that was a child, whether that was in a relationship, whether that was at work, like you maybe from your life experiences and traumas have been programmed that you better shut your mouth. Because if you say something, bad things are going to happen after that. But noticing these patterns, number one, either one of these two that I just described, is really your first step in that, right? And here's the second thing that I would really encourage you to do. And again, 
the conversation is happening more and more, and I'm seeing more great people like Gabor Maté, by the way, is another, like, a great, oh, my gosh, uh, if you don't know who he is, he's, I, I feel, really one of the leading experts on trauma. I'm sure, I, mean, I know he's considered that. He has a new book that's out that's called The Myth of Normal. I've not read it yet, but I've seen several people talk about it. I mean, listen, I got a stack of books. I'm, you know, I love my books, and then I need to be—I need to be reading. I, I buy more than I can actually read. You know, I don't know if that's you too. I just want to learn all the things, right? But you're going to have to find a way for you to process that trauma. Because here's the thing when it comes to trauma, from what I know to be true so far about it, it doesn't go away on its own. Time does not heal all wounds. Sorry. That's a really cool thing to put on a Hallmark card or in a meme. Maybe that's the more modern-day version of what I just said, in a meme. But it, is, it doesn't. Trauma doesn't heal on its own. If you try to bury it, it just it comes out bigger and you're going to get more and more signs. You're going to have more things, you know, bigger things that happen to alert you to it. You're going to see things come up in your body. You're going to have, you know, it's kind of like it's that old thing of like if, you know, we start to get little whispers from the universe about things, from God. And if we don't, if we don't listen, if we don't heed to that, then we're going to keep getting more and more. And they're just going to get bigger and bigger. So what are some ways that you can work through trauma? Well, you got to work with the therapist that really understands trauma. That's the first step. Because trauma is in the body, by the way, another really great book if you want to really understand trauma that's really explained in a very easy-to-digest way is a book called um, The Body Keeps the Score, which you might have heard of that book by, oh gosh, I'm going to totally screw up his name, Bessel van der Kamp, I think. I'm completely screwing up his name. It's definitely Bessel. But the body keeps the score. I'll put all this things in the show notes, by the way, okay? So so start to, you know, now, you know, your first step before even working with somebody, if you notice a lot of these patterns, and by the way, these are things that if you've noticed, like, they're not, they're, the things that maybe that you're doing, it's not helping. Maybe it's a therapist you're already working with who is a great therapist or a great coach. Like, honestly, when I was doing coaching before, I didn't understand trauma. So if somebody came to me with stuff that was going on with trauma, I wouldn't have recognized it. It wasn't really in the zeitgeist at that time. People weren't really talking about it back then that much. I didn't really understand the impact of it and how um, prevalent it is in pretty much everybody, you know? So acknowledging it, that second step before actually finding someone to work with is maybe just educating yourself about it. Read some of these books. You know, there's a ton of, you could just go, my gosh, if you really want to understand about trauma and, and Gabor Mate, by the way, his name is G-A-B-O-R, and his last name is M-A-T-E. He's Canadian, actually. Physician. Uh, I think also kind of like turned psychotherapist. He's brilliant, by the way. He's experienced trauma, so he speaks to that, but he's also worked in trauma. He's worked, he's also considered like one of the bleeding specialists in addiction. So you could go onto YouTube and just type in his name and go down the rabbit hole of like videos or clips of it or podcasts that he's been on, like 
he's brilliant for really understanding this. So acknowledgement, right? Educate yourself. And then if it, if you really feel called, right? If you're like, man, I've been like journaling stuff. I've gone through coaching. I've gone through other therapists. I've done this. I've done that. And man, these patterns are just, they're in there, right? Then I would really encourage you to reach out to find a therapist who is somebody who works in trauma. And that literally comes down to asking those, those questions. They have to be a trauma-informed therapist. They might utilize things like EMDR, which is really, really helpful because, again, that those these responses we have, right? This is why you can't you can you can be you can acknowledge them for sure, but then you can't think your way out of them, right? Because if they're in your nervous system, if if they're if they're inside and they're kind of like in your body, then talking through them. It's not going to help them to move through your body. Does that make sense? Like we have to understand where this resides and really address it from that place. So there's other somatic therapies that do that. Breath work will sometimes kind of, you know, have that effect. This is why even meditation, just being in your body and noticing these things, meditating every single day as a regular practice can also be incredibly helpful. So I'm sorry, I'm realizing as I'm like speaking into this because you know how I roll with these episodes, right? I don't have like a script where I'm going to hit these notes, high parts and these, you know, I basically have an idea and just kind of begin to riff on it. So I didn't know I was going to give you like a laundry list of here's all the things to do, right? So I don't want to overwhelm you with this because maybe this is just an introduction into this. I don't like, oh God. Thanks so much, Karen. I got all this shit now I have to do, right? That's it. But here's, how about this? This is going to be your more tip for today. Just pick one of those things, okay? Go listen to a podcast. Go onto YouTube and type in Gabor Mate, right? Go check out The Body Keeps the Score. Go read, the, go get that new book, The Myth of Normal. Like, you know, there's lots of things that you could do that are just simple. So just pick one. Maybe you just want to journal about it for a little bit. Maybe you just want to kind of self-reflect. But that is your more tip. It's just to begin to, to dive into this. And I'm going to encourage you to see it as a thing of like, to just be curious about it. To not be stressed out about it. You don't have to perceive it that way. That's a choice. You could start to even, it sounds funny, but get a little excited about like, oh man. Maybe this is the thing that's really going to help me. Wouldn't that be amazing? Like, oh, man, maybe I'm going to start to actually learn some tools. Maybe I'm going to be begin to go down a path of, you know, helping me. And I think specifically if you are a parent, you're a mom or a dad, by God, it is our absolute. And I'm going to say this without, I'm not like putting pressure on you, but listen, our kids depend on us. We've had a lot of this shit passed down to us from parents that were not particularly healthy. And I'm not saying this to blame our parents or any caretakers or grandparents or all of that ancestral lineage because they all did their best. I truly believe that. I'm not just saying that to placate them, right? Like, everybody is doing our best. But remember, Maya Angelou said this one thing, which is like, when we know better, we do better, right? So when we now understand these things, it is up to us to be these cycle breakers in our family. And like, you know, 
sidebar, disclaimer, right? This shit is not easy. It is not easy work to do. But you can do it, and our children deserve better. We don't need to give them more of this heavy baggage to go into their life with, right? Plus, you know what a gift it is to give that to your children? To see them to begin to witness their mom or their dad or maybe even both parents, like, really open up to this? Do you know how many times I screw up with my kids? <laughs> a lot. Just like we all do, right? Yelled at my little guy last night. And then probably like a minute later I went, oh, God, buddy, I am, mommy is so sorry. I am so wrong to have yelled. That is not okay. Mommy's, got, mommy's doing her best to do better. I am so sorry. What a gift it is for our children to witness faults and mistakes and to see us, like, deal with them in a responsible and a kind and a loving way. Like, so please just know this. This is not about perfection. This is not about getting everything right. This human experience is a journey. And that's not just a cool thing to say. That is, like, for real Z-Man, right? Like, this is, this is a journey. This is a process. This is an ongoing pursuit the rest of your life. And you can, again, perceive to come at it from a place of excitement and like, oh, man, like I get to learn these things about myself and I get to feel, you know, more at peace within me, within my body. Like, oh, what a great thing. So that my kids get to see this and I get to be the one in my family that breaks all these patterns, that breaks all of this shit. So that's all I'm going to open you up to to take a look at this today. And I wanted to share something really exciting with you as well, too. I have decided to jump back into coaching. To be honest, I, I miss it. <laughs> I miss it. I did it for a number of years. I literally was coaching people even in my chiropractic practice. I'm still doing it within my wellness business with business partners that I have and even with customers of the products. And, like, I'm still, and it's literally, it's who I am, you know. And so here's what I'm going to do, um, knowing as well, too, that we're living in a time right now in our world economically where things are really tough for a lot of us. And I, I acknowledge that, and I, I really want to recognize that, and I want to honor that. Because when I coached before, it was very high-end coaching. Like, people, women would, would pay several thousand dollars to coach with me over a period of time, to come out to live event retreat. Then they had to do all the travel and stuff to get out. Like, it was a commitment, right? But I know that our world is different now. And so here's what I'm going to offer. For the first 10 women only, okay, so just the first 10, and I'm going to give you my number that you can text me. This is just set up as something simple. I'm going to offer you a chance to do a 60-minute coaching session with me for $49. That's it. 49 bucks, Canadian. Okay, $49. And I'm not doing this because I, I know what I have to offer is very, very valuable. And I, I'm doing this because I know a lot of you need help right now. And I know that a lot of you are really struggling. And a lot of you are feeling very alone. <clears throat> and if this hour could make a difference in your life, then, then I want to do that for you. And to make it ridiculously affordable. So my, my coaching, I never did before, kind of like a one-off session. 
but you know, it, it would be, it would be close to 10 times that regular amount to sit down with me for an hour. And I'm not saying that as like an ego thing. I just, just to give you a little bit of perspective on this. So the next time woman, $49 for an hour. And really my intention with this is to kind of see where you're at. And if we need to set up more after that, then that could be available for you. Maybe you'll just get a lot of, you know, a lot of value out of an hour. That's fantastic. Maybe you get the hour and you want to do more coaching, but you and I are not a fit together. That's great, too. And let me kind of do my best to find you someone that's going to serve you. But we don't have to sit here in our struggles alone. Please hear this. I would love to be able to help you in any way that I possibly can. So here's what I want you to do. For the next 10 women only, you're going to send me a text that just says coaching. That's it. Coaching. The number is 403-816-2281, 403-816-2281. Just text me the word coaching. I will respond back to you, schedule a time, and we will get on a Zoom, okay? What I am going to ask of you is that when you see me respond back, to respond back, okay? I've had this happen before. People reach out to me. They're like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. And then they just kind of ghost, okay? So, if you're feeling called within your heart to do this, you are worth $49 Canadian for U.S. folks. That's probably like about $35, bucks, $32, okay? You are worth this. You're spending all sorts of money on stupid shit like Starbucks and Uber Eats and all that stuff. Like, just stop and please take care of yourself. This is me throwing the life ring to you right now, and you just got to grab it, okay? So, again, you're going to text the word coaching to 403 816 2281, and if you're driving right now and you can't write it down, I will put this all in the show notes. All right, sister or brother, thank you for listening today. I love and appreciate you, and I will text you, talk to you on the next episode. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in-person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 